listen to a loose inside of my lips And whenever wrong it's objectively subjective Alright guys, welcome to Objectively Subjective, a podcast where we objectively give you our subjective top five list on many different topics. Some current, some relevant, and others just because we want to. And this is our first episode. I am your host, one of them, Paul Jansen, and I'm joined by... Blake Allen. And this week's topic is going to be top five video game movies and why are we doing that topic well the reason we're doing that topic is because our little movie came out a couple weeks ago called sonic the hedgehog and uh we thought that would be a a good intro point and currently relevant you know unless you're listening to this what three months from now then this is irrelevant and either way you're still listening so um we did get a chance to go see that movie uh, a couple days ago and uh Blake, what'd you think about it? I absolutely loved it. You absolutely loved absolutely it. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> uh I was a big fan myself, man. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I mean, uh with try to we're gonna try to avoid as many spoilers as mm. we can when we talk about these movies. Unless they're dated movies, then you know, spoiler alert for movies that are decades old. But um without telling too much, man, uh I thought that it stayed true to the feel of the character as much as you can, considering we have, what, so many different animated versions that give us different interpretations of what Sonic really is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, it man, it was good, clean fun, and, you know, my son loved it. Uh, what did that I look? almost loved it. Yeah. yeah I, if, and, if, you know, you have two 30-something-year-old men and a 7- and a 9-year-old mm-hmm. out here digging it. So <laughs> Atlas is 9, right? He's not. Nine. Okay. <laughs> Close. Close. Uh, um, but I, a couple things I want to say about Sonic before we get into our list. Um, you know, was, we start with the original trailer controversy. Um, if we're being honest, it it uh, didn't look good. It didn't look good. Uh, the animation looked like a turd. Yeah, it looked pretty bad. Um, I want to applaud all the animators' hard work in making him not look terrifying and <laughs> look like Sonic. Uh, and, you know, to a less extent, I applaud all the neckbeards who <laughs> who were mad about... And who went and paid for the movie. Yeah, they went out and supported it, man. Yeah. Look, they were the ones to complain, but they backed up their complaints, unlike what they do with Star Wars, and <laughs> went out and saw the film. So uh, we won't get into Star Wars today. That'll be a whole nother episode. Um but man, uh, I thought it was a good element of plenty of elements of action. I thought there was a lot of comedy. Um, I thought the pacing was quick. And uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, stop right here, skip ahead about a minute. There will be a sequel, and there are post credit scenes, and that got me pumped because of what appears in the uh, post credit scene. But uh, I f- have a feeling we may be talking about this movie a little more later. On our list, so I think that's a uh, it's a good uh, stopping point on our description. I think um, uh, I think so. The this being our first episode, I want to go ahead and break down what the idea, of what the show is going to be. So you know, we wrestled with a lot of different ideas on what to do a podcast on because we've been wanting to do podcasts for a while. We listen to a lot. 
we love to talk, we love to listen, we love information. So uh, we literally do these lists all the time at work. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you know, a bunch of people kept telling us to record ourselves and do this. And I was like, well, let's give it a stab. And um, so that's what pushed us toward this, um, I guess, category or like formula for our podcast. Uh, so the the formula is essentially going to be uh, we're going to give you what we believe to be our top five picks on whatever topic we picked that week. And, you know, we're going to probably be pretty opinionated about them. And while the lists may be subjective, we may not view them wholly as subjective. We may, they may be pretty finite, pretty objective. Uh, thus, the name of the podcast, Objectively Subjective. I know I ramble a lot. Um, it's probably going to take a, uh, Blake about 30 episodes to get to talking. Word. Yeah. He's uh, currently as red as the Kool-Aid man, and he's not even speaking, and you can't see him. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, without further ado, the way we're going to do this is whoever picks the topic uh, will generally, uh, generally is going to go uh, second on these lists. We kind of both came to terms on this topic, um, but because I'm mean, I'm going to make Blake go first. And we're going to alternate. We're going to go back and forth, and you know, later on down the list, we'll give you a few honorable mentions. And um, but uh, without further ado, we're going to start with our number five, Blake. Also, we'll, go neither ahead. one of us know about each other's lists. So, oh yeah, that's a very important fact. We thought that'd be very important that we don't know each other's lists because otherwise, it feels very scripted and very boring for us. It's not fun for us to know. That's half the fun is the surprise and also the uh, potential creation of a uh, quote unquote discussions. 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 So that means though that we're possibly going to have the same, but. You know. But they might be the same. They uh, with this list. Okay, if we're gonna be real before we get into this list, uh, top five video game movies. There are not a lot of good ones. No. So this was uh, a hard list. This is a hard list to do. Uh, there are many that we may have enjoyed. They're not great movies. So, um, but I do think we are trending upward when it comes to video game movies. Um, uh, which you know we'll probably delve into the further we go, but. Man, it was a it was a grind trying to figure mm-hmm. out what I wanted. I did, you know, I was surprised. I, there were about eight or nine that I really, really enjoyed, and I had to narrow down to this list too, um, which you'll see when I get to my honorable mentions. And there were some that I didn't because they weren't theatrical releases, or it wouldn't be regarded as like what people think. Oh, that's a video game movie. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, excuse me. Um, so I I just. I had to narrow it down, and there were a couple I left off the list, um, and even left off my honorable mentions because I didn't want thirty movies in my honorable mentions. I thought that'd be silly. So uh, now, if I can get this right, like so, we're ironing out the Kings guys. This is our first episode. We're just you know filling it out. It's a pilot episode. It's just a, this is the pilot. This yeah. is the pilot. This is the pilot. So number five, Blake, Blake. All right, you What's ready? Your number five, yeah, go All ahead. All right, my number five is Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Why is Street Fighter your number five? I can't say because it's good. Uh, it's definitely not it's because definitely it's good. It's definitely not good. Uh, I was a kid, <laughs> and I played Street Fighter, so it was just good to see characters on screen, even though Jean-Claude Van Damme 
doesn't come off as a good guy. But no, he's also uh, a Frenchman playing mm-hmm. an American war hero. Yeah, well, hero as a Guile. kid, I didn't. I didn't care about that. No, you know, as a kid, I probably didn't either. Yeah, because um, I was pretty young. I was, let's see, it came out ninety four. Uh, that sounds about right. I yeah. want to say it predated uh, other fighting game movies yeah, that so we may I mention was later. Six or seven. <laughs> And I know you're a fighting game guy, so that makes sense that's on your list. I can go ahead and spoil you. It is not on my list. Okay. <laughs> I do not right. like that movie. I do not <laughs> like the movie at all. I don't love it, but no, no it's, it's part of my childhood. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, nostalgia is half. It's going to be a lot of mm. our list going out throughout this podcast. Uh, yeah, I think even as a kid, man, I really didn't like that movie. I, I, I because I, I like you, we didn't have a lot of fighting game options back then. So Street Fighter was the big one. Mm-hmm. And so when they announced the Street Fighter movie, man, I was like, heck yeah, man. And it's going to have Jean-Claude Van Damme, which at the time I loved because of Bloodsport and Lionheart. I loved all these really bad movies that a ballerina dancer was doing kung fu in. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. I like him. And it wasn't until I was like a teenager and rewatched the film and realized this makes no sense as a casting. No, it's- it's it's bad. And honestly, you know, it's a little sad looking back too because that's a uh, one of Raul Julia's last films before he passed away. Who was mm. you know died way too young. He uh, started to take it there on the podcast, but he honestly was the bright spot of the movie uh, as Bison. I thought he was. He was a good Bison. Yeah, he was a great Bison. Um, but you know that story was disjointed. It was all over the place. They made good guys bad guys. They made bad guys good guys. It made no sense. Well, another reason I like the movie is because. I think when I was a kid, my dad would watch anything that was Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, I don't think he even knew what Street Fighter was. He just thought it was another Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. (laughs) Which it really, it it kind of was. But it did have Cammy, though. It had that Cammy, though. Mm, Well, that's not, well, you know, that's not why my dad watched it. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, But, yeah, it it, it was rough, man. Like, it had four or five different storylines, and then they... The whole Blanca Dalcine thing was... I haven't watched it in... T- okay. It's so, been a while. Spoiler alert for a movie that's almost 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are like five storylines going on all at the same time. You got Ken and Ryu are in some underground fighting thing. Chun-Li is trying to avenge her father. And E. Honda apparently is a detective that works with her. Then they all meet up together and their stories combine. But then you have the military, trying, which is like Cammy, Guile, and all these guys trying to infiltrate this base. And you have Sagat who's battling Ryu and all them. But meanwhile, Bison's trying to do some kind of genetics thing and he creates Blanca and Dalsim in the movie rather than the actual storyline where Blanca is raised by wolves and so on. And so, and, and they all have no affiliation with Bison. And, uh, it culminates in a really weird warehouse fight with all those guys in like Balrog and mm-hmm. Zangief, you know, the, all the, the entire cast of the original, I even think DJ's in it. I think the only one is, T-Bird in it? I know most of the Turbo cast is in it, but I don't think T-Bird's in it. Not that I recall. That, look, that's very wise of them not to cast a white mm. guy as a Native American for that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was very uh, progressive of them in 94. And you go, you know what? Uh, we we don't have anybody for this role. Yeah. Even though in the game, he's clearly a large, muscly white guy as a Native American. Uh, yeah, uh do you have anything else on that movie? Do you have uh, any no, other information? I just it's yeah. number five because I just know I liked it as a kid. Yeah, uh, it did spawn a sequel uh, <laughs> that is even worse. It didn't come out for well, it came out what you six, seven, the Chun Li the Chun Li movie. Oh, movie. I haven't seen that one. Oh, you don't. Uh, you don't. That's all I can say to you is yeah. you don't. It's a sci-fi 
TV movie, basically. That's what I thought it was. Oh, boy. Did it even get a... Uh, it got a theatrical release. Yeah, it got a theatrical release. No one remembers. I think it was like two weeks. Mm. Uh, it. I mean, it is next level bad, bro. Like, it... <laughs> like. It makes the original look like an Oscar-worthy film. Mm-hmm. It is it is real, real, real bad, man. Um, it did also have... Street Fighter had a bunch of anime films. It had an American cartoon TV show. It had um, uh, a couple of anime actual series. Some of the anime series and movies aren't real aren't bad, man. They're really good. It's kind of what it got me in. First things I probably ever really saw, because I know uh, Sci-Fi used to show those films late night when I probably shouldn't have been up watching them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... My number five. Um, so my OCD ass uh, has way too much information about my films. <laughs> okay. My number five is Warcraft. Um, I know it's a newer film. It released June 10th, 2016. It was directed by Duncan Jones, who is the son of David Bowie. Uh, he hasn't done a whole lot film-wise. The only thing he really did before that is a movie called Moon with Sam Rockwell. Uh, where basically he it's just him trapped on a moon base in the future, and it is phenomenal. Highly recommend it. Uh, up to this point, Warcraft is the uh, most profitable uh, movie in the- theatrically for a video game movie of all time. It made $439 million worldwide. Most of that was in China. It was like $230-something million dollars. Uh, that being said, it was not very well received, critically. Uh, yeah, I didn't know... Uh- well, I didn't know people went and saw it. Uh, they didn't really hear. They only about. I think it did about sixty nine million here. It oh, did okay. okay here. Uh, I think what killed it is uh, I'll, I'll, it had a lot of early screenings and early clips, and your the major Warcraft fan base uh, didn't like what they did with the story. Mm-hmm. I haven't played the games. I know the lore a little bit, but not enough to be angry about a movie. So I went into it blindly like i went and saw it with my buddy joe who is a big time warcraft fan he had already seen it and um he kind of let me formulate my own opinion he was honest up front that he's like it was okay he said they didn't like a lot of the changes they made story-wise he said they felt they were unnecessary um but i mean i enjoyed it um it uh it stars i can't remember dude's name travis what's his face from vikings he's really good in vikings he uh uh, but he plays the main character uh, whose names I don't remember because they're all made up and they all sound like Tolkien pooped mm-hmm. them out. So, I, I didn't go see it because I know nothing about Warcraft. And yeah, yeah, you're not a big medieval guy. Well, it's not even really yeah, medieval. It's, yeah, but it's fantasy. Uh, it's fantasy. Yeah, yeah. It's a little too too nerd for you, I guess. Just a, little a little too bit. nerd for Just you. I mean, because I know bit. you had to bend over backwards for Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and that had a serious tone. I mean, look. I think you might enjoy it as a like, hey man, I got nothing to do today. Let me watch a quick film. Um, is it a quick film? It it's not. I want to say it's a little less than two hours. It's okay. not super long. It is super cheesy well, so toward funny. the end. Um, Video game movie. I so. thought I thought visually it looked really 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 good. Um, I thought the pacing was fine. Like I said, I don't know anything about the lore, so it didn't kill anything for me. Um, what is there a lot of rewatch value? Uh, probably not. Uh, but. You know, seen it theatrically. I have seen it theatrically, and I've seen it at home. Watching it at home was much less entertaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think seeing it on the big screen with it being loud and how it looked was much more engaging than seeing it at home. And like I said, because I don't have any investment in the property, um, which you know, this will be the only one on my list that I didn't play the video game of. So um, 
like I said, a surprise. I'm kind of surprised I even put it on my list. I think I kind of had to by default because it was so monetarily successful. There will not be a sequel. Um, I think they they wanted to make at least 500 million before they pushed forward because the budget was so high. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because it did it so poorly here, they generally unless the original is really good, the sequels will tank even further. Um, so. Unfortunately, this is probably the one and only Warcraft film we get. And considering all the trouble Blizzard's in right now with money and politically and everything mm-hmm. going things on over there, say. things they say about Chinese people <laughs> and uh, banning their own players, um, it's not looking good for them right now mm-hmm. to do anything outside of just maintaining their own properties. I do know Warcraft had uh, recently, I think they released Classic and all, all this stuff. Like, I keep up with this stuff. Like I said, I don't play it. I have a lot of friends that do. So, vicariously, I know too much more than the average person would about Warcraft that doesn't play it. Um, uh, you yeah, have to pardon. That was Blake uh, coughing off to the sorry. side. Sorry. Uh, that's inexcusable. This is a, this is a podcast, a professional podcast, Blake. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, moving on, I don't think there's any more I can uh, dribble on about Warcraft. Um, like I said, liked it, didn't love it. I had to put a number five on my list. My number fives would generally be movies that I, that I don't care a whole about or whatever list we're doing is something that I don't care too much about, but I feel like it qualified mm-hmm. to make the list. It'll be probably my one objective pick. So number four, Blake, what is your number four? All right. My number four is Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and stop you there. My number four is also Silent Hill, but I'm going to go ahead and let you talk about it first. Okay. Uh, now, I haven't seen it when, when it come out. Um, it came out April 26, 2006, theatrically. I saw it in theaters, and then I think I watched it once at home. But uh, I thought it was legitimately creepy. Uh, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. So after I give uh, after I give you some facts, I've got some an, an interesting anecdote about this film. Okay. Um, first, uh, as I said before, the movie came out April twenty sixth, two thousand six, theatrically. Uh, it was directed by Christoph Gunz, uh, who has literally done pretty much nothing else but a bunch of like minor B house horror films. It's this was really his only main Hollywood movie. Uh, it made ninety seven million, which doesn't sound like a lot, but horror movies usually have low budgets, mm-hmm. so that's actually not too bad. Um, it was not critically well received, which you know is also not surprising for horror films. Uh, you have to be like next level storytelling most of the time to get critically well received something like a get out or you know so on and so forth something that just breaks the mold when it comes to horror films um but my story okay so 2006 paul is going to anderson college now anderson university i was in your neck of the woods and we didn't even know each other yet mm-hmm. uh and i was dating a girl and we had been dating for a while. I wanted to go see a movie. I wanted to go see Silent Hill because I love the games. Silent Hill 2 is one of the greatest horror film horror games of all time, in my opinion. And my opinion's not wrong, So, mm-hmm. as previously stated. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we go to see the film. I know she doesn't do well with horror films, but she, I see a lot of movies I don't care to see with her. And, you know, and I'll see anything, as you know. I'll, I watch all kind of trash films. So I'm like, I want to see this. This looks really good. I had friends told me it was really good. So we get there. We get to the point of the film 
where one of the creatures, she, they're in a bathroom, and the creature crawls out from underneath the stall, and my girlfriend at the time uh, begins to have a panic attack in the middle of the theater, and, you know, it should be stated, uh, I'm not the best person. <laughs> uh, I can be a bit of an a-hole. Uh, I paid for both of our tickets. I'm young. I don't have a whole lot of money, and I'm really excited about this movie. And she just starts having this panic attack, and I'm like... And I've never seen anybody have a panic attack, you know, at this time. I think I'm 21, not even 21. I'm still pretty young. And that's, you know, at that time period where we're not all very aware of things mentally. They bother people. Anyway, it's not something you see all the time. And so she starts having a panic attack. And I'm like, are you okay? She's like, hyperventilating. I'm like, do you do you need to step outside? Not, not. Do I need to go out with you? Mm. Do you need to step outside? Because my ass did not want to get up from the movie because I thought it was really good. Uh, she starts crying. She starts saying, we need to leave. In my head, I'm like, you need to leave. But uh, it's a relationship, so we left. Mm-hmm. So we had to leave. Unfortunately, I didn't get to see the second half of the movie in theater. Um, I had to go back and rewatch it. I rented it literally the next summer. Uh, no, it might have been spring break because um, me and a buddy, I had at the time, there's this thing children called Blockbuster that existed back then and, uh, where you could rent videos and DVDs. And uh, I had a, the membership thing at the time where you could pay 20-something bucks a month and you could have rent unlimited movies. You can five a week. And we just watched a ton of horror films that week. And that was one that me and my buddy, my roommate at the time, we rented and I finally go back and watch, and I was like, "Man, this is really good." And I was like, "This is terrifying." Um, I thought it was scary. They had, but, you a, know, then people told me that I was wrong. You know, well, I think it's a lot of it is people can't separate it from being a video game film. Well, see, so, I think that's why I could because I only played. Let's see, uh, it was one for the original PlayStation. So, uh, yeah, one. Okay, so one. one. Yeah, because I had uh, the Two PlayStation. Two might have came out on one as well. I know it was out on two, PlayStation 2. It might have released for both. But yeah. Well, that's the one. I, the only reason I played it is because I had a PlayStation that had that chip in it uh-huh. that you can play burnt disc. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my dad just got any game. Oh, gotcha. And I played that. And Was the lead a female or a male? I can't Do you remember. remember? Yeah, that's uh, fine. They're all I, blocky. I, all I blocky. I had, that, I had that PlayStation, but in all those games, I only played the uh, like the original Grand Theft Auto. Uh-huh. It was top down. Yeah. And NCAA 2000. So that was it. Yeah, back in Florida State's glory days. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so I went and saw that movie, and I just saw it as a horror movie, not a video game movie. Yeah, and, you know, I went into it thinking both. And like I said, I watch everything. Um, but I think that was a part of the problem is people went into it knowing it was a video game movie and could not separate themselves, unfortunately. And so it didn't scare a lot of people because they kind of seen all that imagery before. Um, and honestly, there weren't a whole lot of like shock moments. It was more eerie mm-hmm. and uncomfortable than well, it was. Well, you know, the pyramid head ripping skin uh, yeah, off. Yeah, now, I can't remember. Were the visual effects good? Um, I, I thought minute, they were. It's been a minute since I've seen it. And when I, I from what I recollect, mm. yeah, I think they were pretty good. We're going to go with that. They were pretty we're good. Go they were pretty damn good. good. It's probably it the best in the industry. Right. Yeah, we're right. It was probably the best in the industry at the time, mm-hmm. I would say. I think experts say that, actually. Um, but the, it did spawn a sequel uh, several years later called Silent, <laughs> yeah, Silent Hill Revelations. Um, like most video game sequels, it um, it was awful. It was not a good movie. Did it get a third? 
we, we talked about this the other day, I think, and we're going to go with no because I'm not entirely sure. If it, it did, it didn't matter. If we're wrong, don't add us because, you know, we can't know everything. Mm-hmm. Not everything. Not Especially everything. Especially Silent Hill movies. They're like 99.9%. We got you. But we when can't it comes know to, everything about Silent Hill movies. Yeah, the Silent Hill trilogy, if yeah. there is one. <laughs> the Which high, I did hear. Huh? I'll be bringing it back. The game or the movie? The movie. Like another Silent Hill movie? Like a reboot? Like it's probably a reboot, but I, I want to say it's the original director. Uh, which, the, from the first movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't done anything since then, so he's probably not no. busy. Uh, it made number four on my list. Uh, yeah, it made number four I, on my list as well. I will they, be there. Because, you know, it did, you know, obviously Silent Hill has tons of games. Um, I don't believe there's an anime of it. I think it would translate really well to an anime film. What if? What if? Kojima was involved. Kojima. I know a certain someone who'd be really excited if he was. Well, you know, Kojima and Del Toro, Guillermo Del Toro, mm. who's, you know, our generation's probably elite horror director, they were going to do the game with Konami mm-hmm. before the meltdown between Kojima and, and Konami. Uh, but uh, I would have loved to seen what that would have become. The early trailer looked great. PT, the demo, terrified people. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, it's people still play that demo today if, if you have it, if you're lucky enough to have it. Um, it's unfortunate that that melted down. Um, you know, I I think, you know, I didn't play Death Stranding. You played Death Stranding. Um, from what I understand, cinematically, it is a really good game. Uh, it's a beautiful game. It tells a good story. It's a good story. story. And we'll leave it at that that's, for yeah, another time. We'll, we'll leave it at for another time because uh, I feel that'll upset. It would so. make a great movie. It would. I, you know, that's what I've heard, man. And like I said, I'm really inter- intrigued by the story. I'm not much for walking around. So, uh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We'll, uh, we'll try to be vague as possible there. It's just uh, a reskin goat simulator. A reskin. <laughs> Uh, oh boy! Oh, sorry, someone who uh, yeah like to hear that yeah sorry uh, sorry uh, um but yeah like I would be interested to see if those two guys even I don't know what the legalities are there as far as making a film who has the rights whether Kojima could be involved Kojima could be involved without Konami's consent because right now i mean they're never going to work together again mm-hmm. um but uh man we talked a lot about silent hill a lot more than i thought that, we would that should have been my number one actually yeah as much as we knew about it and talked about it uh well we knocked both our number fours out of the way uh here we go probably sharing the rest of the list exactly the same exactly well let's see <laughs> let's see blake what's your number three my number three is sonic Okay, okay. It's not my number three. It's okay. not my number three. So, what made Sonic your number three? We've talked about it a good bit. Um, I do... It's my number three because it's not my number two or one. <laughs> now, the reason it's number three... That's logic. That That's logic. It's logic. My number two and number one were just better to me. Uh, it it's was o- fun. It's okay that you're wrong. It's okay. Well... It's okay that you're wrong. Well, it's a number, good movie. Okay, number three is not a bad number, though. No, number three is fine, but when you consider there's it's probably... It's the Intimidator. Yeah, it is the... Look, we My all, number three could be my number one. Yeah, your number three. Okay, so for those who don't know, Blake uh, has many ties to the number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, being Dale Earnhardt. Uh, Dale Earnhardt. The Intimidator. The Intimidator. And his you know, appreciation and respect 
for hold on. Moment of silence. Moment of silence. It is February. You know, that's always good for podcasts. Dead mm-hmm. air. Dead air is always good for podcasts. Uh, <laughs> just, we always want to pour a little out for the intimidator. Um, he has several other. Why don't you explain your other past to the number three? That we had a certain friend who couldn't remember any of them because is he really a friend at all? He's not a friend. Uh, so I'm trying to think. There were so many things that had to do with number three. I can't remember any of them now. Yeah, but that uh, day, Alan Iverson. Alan Iverson. You wore the shoes at your I wedding. Wore the shoes at my wedding and the Dale Earnhardt fanny pack. And you were two, two for two on that. Two for two. Two for. It was a twofer. It was a twofer. Uh, two skis. There's more, but there's at least. Th- would you say three? At more? least, at least at three least more. Three. Um, anyway, your number three, which could qualify as your number one, it's mm. not because it makes no sense. No, but your number three is Sonic. So continue. On. We talked a little bit about it earlier. Yeah, but, we talked about it. Um, I loved. Uh, you can talk details, man. Like I said, spoiler alert: number three is his Sonic. If you uh, don't want to hear anything more about it, I would fast forward probably about two, three, four minutes. Yeah, I won't give any big spoilers, but Doctor Robotnik was perfect. Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Oh God, yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim Carrey. We'll Jim, just call him Jim Carrey. Yeah. So if you like Jim Carrey in anything before what two thousand one, mm-hmm. then you're gonna love Jim Carrey in Sonic because he is classic manic the Jim mask. Carrey. Huh? He's the, the mask. mask. Yeah. yeah. He's Ace Ventura. He's like, and it's really fun to see him play that manic character, but play it evil mm-hmm. because usually the man he's. Even as the mask, even though he is kind of dastardly, he's still the hero. Like in this movie, he's the exact opposite. He's a a hole. He's funny. He's returned to form, and I hope this means we get a lot more. Jim he Carrey. seemed like he genuinely like enjoyed the role too. Oh, he seemed like he's way like into it. It wasn't a cash grab for him. No, man. Like he seemed like he bought in. Man. Like even kind of felt like he delivered extra. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm really, really, really excited to see where this franchise goes. I hope he sticks with it, too. Yeah, that's my one genuine concern. Well, t- uh, I mean, well, it's made a lot of money. It's made, and it's still making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling we'll, we'll we'll hear more about Sonic later on in this podcast. You think so? Uh, yeah, I have. A, it's. It I'll co- say another thing too for my you know number three. Uh, it is the second movie that's leading to. Um, the Smash Brothers universe. The Smash Brothers universe. Cinematic universe. Okay. So uh, we're going to go ahead and disclaimer here. Um, Blake is a huge, huge Smash Brothers mm-hmm. player here. He is literally currently wearing a Redbubble Smash Brothers shirt mm-hmm. that, like created by somebody with Mega Man on it. And I'll go ahead and point this out that I'm not a Mega Man fan, but... That's one of my mains on Smash Brothers. Yeah, I am a Mega Man fan mm-hmm. and currently have a Mega Man helmet, Mega Man blaster, Mega Man figures, but I don't play Mega Man on Smash because I'm terrible at Smash in general, but mostly with ranged characters. Uh, Blake is very good at Smash. Uh, he's eluded a couple of characters, but that... So in the Smash community, which Blake can delve into a little more, it's just this ongoing... It's really a joke at this point, but... It's a joke. But... Uh, you know, in the way that Marvel has combined all their properties, this desire for Smash to do the same thing because you had Detective Pikachu, you have Sonic, you got the Mario movie coming out, got Metal Gear Solid, you got Metal Gear Solid coming out, <laughs> you got uh, potentially Monster Hunter, which comes out this year, and which 
you know, there I ru- heard that there's going to be a Mega Man movie. Yeah, and is that legit? I don't know. Maybe the rumors about Zelda having a movie, mm-hmm. or well, Link, well, Link and Zelda are both in the game. Um, uh, the rumors about a Metroid movie. So there's just tons of movie rumors swirling around right now. If you have a popular property, odds are eventually in the next five to ten years you will be in a film. So uh, the opportunity to do a Smash uh, movie would be there, but man, you'd have to have a lot of companies come together and split a lot of revenue, and that mm-hmm. just it'll never happen in a million years. But it's fun to talk about. Yeah, it's fun to dream. They could do a Smash like anime straight to DVD movie, and I, I would watch it. I, I'd watch it too, man. It'd be awesome. Uh, and I think, you know, easily split the revenues there. And uh, just what, uh, what is the whole, um, like, story mode on Smash called? World of Light? Yeah, World of like, Light. They can easily do that. Yeah, man, and break down. Because honestly, within the game, the story kind of, they didn't, for as long as it is, they didn't dive into it real well. Um, did you ever finish the story mode on that game? No. Yeah. I don't even know if I started it. Oh, you started I just it. jumped right into it. I think you started it. We both started it. Oh, I... yeah. I started it just so I can unlock characters. Yeah, yeah. And then they... once I got all the characters, I went straight to online. Yeah, because once you realized you and Atlas could just play and get the points. Mm-hmm. I did it. Well, I'd unlocked them all before I beat the game, but I'm a story mode guy, not an online guy, So because I'm bad at the game. So I just want to beat the computer, get the story, get the characters in case I ever want to play later on. Um and avoid online like the plague because uh i don't do well with losing it's toxic yeah i never got that have any kind of anger issues which i didn't know i did oh well you know me i'm i'm not an angry guy no i'm a pretty laid back guy guy. i'm pretty calm guy probably the calmest guy i know it's it's been said (laughs) pretty yeah i didn't see you getting mad at Krispy Kreme. look I was hungry. I wanted them donuts. And that lady wasn't paying me any damn attention. No, we weren't there. I was just waiting for that glass sound to break. So I could just, and just start stunning everybody in there. Uh, and honestly, if we didn't have the boys there, it probably would have been less pretty. Mm-hmm. Didn't help. It was like the Sunday church crowd. And I'm in there saying things that probably bad should words. bad words that, words. Should, that should be saying out loud that we will avoid on the podcast because we want to entertain as many listeners as possible. Um, so if I say any curse words, uh, I apologize, but we will try to keep them at a minimum. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, where were we? Uh, that was, num- that was my number your three. number three. Okay. This is my number three, which I have a feeling is your number two. I'm just guessing if it's not, if it is, don't tell me because if it is, tell you if it isn't, if it is, if it is, then we can just join. Yeah. Because your number two is after my number three. Yeah. I- I'll go first. Cause it's my number three. Okay. Then we'll let you go. My number three is mortal Kombat. That's my number two. <laughs> yeah. Well, number three is mortal Kombat, which released August 18th, 1995 in theaters is directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who is no stranger to video game films. Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson also did Resident Evil. He did like four or five of the Resident Evil movies. He did Aliens vs. Predator. He's got Monster... He's doing Monster Hunter that comes out. He's married to Mila Jovovich, which is why she's in most of his movies. But he is no stranger to video game movies. Um... It made $122 million worldwide in the 90s for a relatively low-budget movie. Um, so that did fairly well. It actually got decent reviews. I want to say it's like the 50% range on Rotten Tomatoes, which, given what it is, is pretty high. So Pretty. 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 Pretty high. So, uh, 
So this film, man, okay, I got so many memories with this film. Uh, I saw this movie in the in a dollar theater called The Colony and easily with my dad. It was one of the few movies I me and my dad used to go to the movie. He used to take me and my sister to the movies all the time after my mom and dad divorced. Um yeah, it was kind of the thing he did when we had the kids on the weekend. But uh very rarely did he ever take me just one on one when my sister wasn't there, because I lived with my dad. Uh but this time he knew how bad I wanted to see the film. He didn't think my sister was old enough for it. And um so he took me to see it. Uh and man I love this movie. I still love this movie. Is it a good movie? Yes. Is it? Is it a good movie? It's I, a great movie. I, who cares, right? Who cares <laughs> if it's a great movie? I love it. Uh, man, uh, from the really poorly animated Goro to, look, the awesome fight scene in the woods with Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Like, given the budget and the time. Which apparently the scene after that where they go into the fire. Yeah, that's yeah. right after the woods. Where they, yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, that was added on later. Oh, okay. Somebody's done his research, guys. I just, so, look, I just know about Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, like, like as previously stated, Blake is a huge fighting game guy. So even though he doesn't play Mortal Kombat, that's all that one of my often, least favorite fighting yeah, yeah. games. <laughs> it's honestly, it's my favorite of all time. So that's probably why it's a little higher on my list. Um, dude, I, I actually like I have it on DVD, which is you know my son has it now, um, but. I won that DVD. Okay, so I used to be in a band a long time ago called Carry Your Own. Uh, shout out to the two people who listen to this who probably know who that band is. Uh, we were playing a show in Halloween up in a venue in North Carolina. Excuse me. The monster burps, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, not as in a large burp. I mean, no, burps brought on baby by... baby burps, yeah. but... Uh, we are in no way sponsored by Monster, but Monster, no. if you want to sponsor us, we drink we want, monsters. We drink monsters, not and, monsters. Yeah, uh, this is South Carolina, so we drink monsters. But Monster, if you want to, uh, you know, support us, and uh, you know, we wouldn't hate it. Anyway, so uh, we were playing a show up in North Carolina, and uh, we were having a good old time, and the. The guys in a band up there called Anchors, they uh, were doing just like a random Halloween giveaway where they're doing trivia for all the people in the audience. There's a good amount of people there, and um, the people who got the questions right could pick out. They had a list of uh, a stack of DVDs. It was like brand-new DVDs. And uh, I didn't want to participate. I felt bad because I knew the answers to almost all the questions when they asked them. And when they got down to like two movies left, and I saw one of them was Mortal Kombat, and, and I really wanted it. <laughs> Because uh, I didn't own it, and they asked a question, I said, "How ah, the hell with it?" So I answered it, and got it right, and so now I own that. Still have that copy of Mortal Kombat. Um, I also own the sequel, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Which can we talk about that for a second? Yes, we can. Okay, that movie came out two years after Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and they're obviously banking on the success of the first one. Did fairly well on a low budget, so they're like, "Well, let's just crap out another one of these things." Kids saw the first one; they'll go see the second one. They didn't, and there's a reason. It's a really, really atrocious film. It looks like a made-for-TV movie, and I, the biggest thing for me when I was a kid was you, they changed Raiden. Uh, yeah, it was Christopher Lambert in the first film, right? Mm-hmm. Which was the Highlander. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, uh, who was it that played in the second film? Dexter's dad. Oh yeah, what is well, it? you know, he wasn't Dexter's dad, dad at, at the that time. point. But. 
Well, yeah, the the actor who portrayed uh, the father of Dexter and the TV show Dexter played in the second film, and he's just he's not the Highlander. Mm-mm. He's not the he Highlander. Was goofy. Which you know there are problems with that casting. In it the was first a different film. Sonya. It's different. It was different. Everything. Except, yeah, it was a different. Except for Luke Kang. Except right? for Luke Kang. Um, he was the only one that was the same. And uh, the I mean, there was some problematic casting in that movie. Uh, I mean, considering that Raiden is a Chinese thunder god and you had two white dudes play him. And, uh, you know, they kill off Johnny Cage at the very beginning of Annihilation, right? Mm-hmm. He gets killed by Goro, right? At the very beginning of the movie? Or is it Kentaro? He gets killed by somebody at the very beginning of the movie. He gets his back broken. Uh, which made no sense canonically because the first movie had no problem finding him. So I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a mess. Um, mm, but Shiva, though. Wasn't Shiva in it? Yeah, Shiva's in it. Uh, yeah, you're talking about... Uh, Shao Kahn's wife, right? The Banshee. I'm thinking of somebody else. Are you talking about the forearm? Yeah, I'm thinking chick? of the forearm. Oh, What's what her is, name? What is her name? Uh, All reason I was excited to see it was because it had uh What's the yellow robot? Is, is it Cyrax? Cyrax. Cyrax. Yeah. yeah, and he was actually genuinely surprised. That was one of the better scenes in the movie. Uh, where they fight, they're out in the desert, right? Mm-hmm. Fighting with him and Jax. Something I think. like that. Yeah. Which you know, it introduces Jax into the movie too, and uh, it, oh god, it, it, it's not number two. On no, my list. no, it's not number anything on my <laughs> list. It's not. I, I literally didn't even put it down as an option. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, um, so as previously stated, Blake, what is your number two? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Okay, so uh, and I'll tell you why I liked it. Okay. Okay, I had a huge crush. On Katana. Oh, yeah, and she had a huge role in that film, uh, which, you know, probably should have been saved for two. Mm-hmm. And she's, isn't she evil in the game storyline? Uh, Maybe. You no, know, Melina, her sister, Melina. Okay. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is the, I think she's like the stepdaughter of Shao Kahn, right? Because she's Shiva's, so she's Shiva's daughter, but Shiva wasn't always evil. Like, Shiva was turned evil. Shiva is the purple wife. The banshee stripe? lady, yeah. Okay. She's the wi- the wife, quote mm-hmm. unquote, of but Shao Kahn. She was uh, attractive as well. She, for a young she's a boy. She's she's doing all right for herself. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're gonna keep this as PC as possible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Try not to offend anyone. Yeah. We uh, mean we do not we're gonna say no. We do not mean to offend anyone. If we do, we apologize in advance. We're just trying to have good fun. If you have any problems with anything we've said, feel free to message us, man. We we will always respond. Um, we, uh, But I apologize in advance if we do offend you. It's just nothing we say is meaning to hurt anybody's feelings. Mm-mm. We're just having a general conversation here. So anyway, now, continue. Now, you mentioned Gora looking bad. Yeah, like he, he looks like a very cheaply made Harryhausen figure like you know the stop motion but I I think it's CG right or is it stop motion no, I think it's like like you know the, like, you, like Clash of the Titans yeah, like it's Harryhausen like puppetry or something but uh, yeah, something, somebody's in the suit right is it somebody I think for part of it and then like the fights I don't I think are either CG probably or or something but it, it just didn't blend well it, it at some points of the movie it's clearly even then I was like, well, even then, it still gave me nightmares. Oh yeah, he, like, I remember well, specifically. I t- would see him standing in my doorway. Oh, he looked accurate. Like mm. he looked accurate. But if you just stood him still, he looked great. The design was great. 
Um, I just think the functionality for the time being, though, you got to kind of in the budget, you got to go with it. Um, you know, the movie it didn't age well, but like nostalgia makes I still love the movie. I'll sit down mm-hmm. and watch it any day, you know. Um, and weirdly enough, I think the movie's like PG, maybe barely PG 13. Um, there's no curse words hardly at all. That was my next thing. One of my favorite lines from the whole movie, uh-huh. even though I was what seven, see 95. So August 18th, right? So I just turned to eight, yeah. Uh, was those are. Those were $500 pair of glasses, a-hole. Uh, and I said that all the time. you Johnny Cage, right? Uh, Johnny Cage. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll do it for you. Those are $500 pair of sunglasses, asshole. There you go. There you that go. Was it. Yeah. That, was, that was my favorite quote when I was a kid. Uh, I could see it, too. I could see eight-year-old Blue Blake with his dad in the theater. You watch it in theater, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In theater going, <laughs> <laughs> he's in a bad way. He said, a-hole. <laughs> That's the way my son is. You want to see what's funny? Blake still does that now. Mm-hmm. That's why I can see mulleted eight-year-old Blake wearing a little uh, biggie fanny pack, just shades on top of his head, or wearing his backwards '90s Florida State hat, just loving the a-hole just loving loving the a-hole word we're gonna say word the word the word the word eight-year-old loves the word the word the word yes Woo. close Close. i actually do have a a, should be noted me and blake collect a lot of toys so we uh eventually i probably want to get to whenever we do video or we do like a toy spotlight for whatever we're doing that week whatever mm. uh for instance i have the six inch goro pop it's over there somewhere um he's over there in the far corner you can't mm. see him he's covered up right now but uh uh yeah i've always loved the goro design man and uh i have a lot of good memories of that movie i've seen that movie probably more than anyone should probably watch a very mediocre video game movie i um my dad was more excited about the movie than me because my dad and his friend would, um, they would they played Mortal Kombat every night. Oh, okay. And they had what was it called? The book with cheat codes and oh yeah yeah like the that, that, uh, uh, Game Genie is that what it was? No, they, well the Game Genie is they had a book for Game Genie, but then like you had like I had a Mortal Kombat two book like mm-hmm. it had all the moves and finishing moves in it and uh, strategy guides. Strategy guides. There we go. Like I had like you know back in the day for younger people. Uh, which I don't think there's a whole lot of younger people listening to us, but you know, strategy guides were the, the only way to get codes and mm-hmm. tips and tricks, which, you know, those don't even exist anymore and cheat codes and stuff, which is half the fun. I remember the, uh, for super Nintendo, I believe it was, they outlawed blood mm-hmm. and they put blood on the Sega version of mortal Kombat two, but you had to put the, you had to put a code in. Yeah. Abacab, A-C-A, was it A-C-A-C-A-B-B, Abacab which also formulated a really bad deathcore band in the early 2000s. Mm. Um, I don't know much about them. You don't need to. Well, I, but that's my dad and his friend will stay up every night and play Mortal Kombat, the first one. And what, there's what, six or seven characters? In the original? Yeah. No, um, I want to say there's ten. You got Raiden, Liu Kang, Kano, Sonya, Johnny Cage, Sub-Zero, Scorpion. Uh, who are we missing? Uh, Shang Tsung. Is he a? Is Eventually, he a yeah, he's originally. He's in Do you unlock one. him or? I think after you beat the game, you get him. Okay, maybe or you might be able to play with him again because no, he's the last boss in the first movie, first game. But you can get him eventually. You can unlock Goro. Um, 
that might have been. Did I say Kano? Mm-hmm. So, and speaking of Kano, he didn't have an Australian accent to the movie, right? Yeah, that was something Is that where that came from? Yeah, yeah. So, because uh, I, I want to say he's from the U.S. because that's the whole reason Sonya Blade was chasing him. Um, but either way, so you got 10 or less characters. Right, right, right. And my dad put millions of hours into this game, and now Smash Brothers has... What four hundred and some characters? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like up to eighty something. Oh, right? Yes, that's uh, crazy. And people yeah. complain when like a fighting game comes out now and there's only sixteen characters, or you know, like the Power Ranger game only had what was it sixteen it, to it, choose from? Or no, maybe not start, even no, that. No, no, no. Yeah. It, it started off with like ten. Ten. Uh, well, you know, the first Smash Brothers only had eight before mm-hmm. you unlocked the other four, and it became twelve, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know the first you know, Street, well, not first Street Fighter, but Street Fighter Two, which is. This, the first Street Fighter for most of us. Yeah. Um, unless you played arcade or anything, the other one's on Neo Geo or something. Uh, it uh, only had eight characters till they had Turbo, and then I think they had went up to twelve. And now you know Street Fighter has tons of characters in its lore. Um, my dad also he didn't play the game. He play he'd sit down and play Sega every now and then with me, but he uh, he did like Mortal Kombat. That's the one game he did like, and he knew how much of a fan I was with it. So he was really excited to see the movie because of how excited I was. And being a dad now, as you know, mm-hmm. I get excited to see movies I don't care about all the time because my son is excited about it, or my daughter, you know, like with Frozen 2 and so on and so forth. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go to my number two, which will backtrack to Blake's number three. My number two is Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and I know it's kind of cheap that it's a fresh movie, but man, damn, that movie is good. That movie is so good. And, um, you know, I'm not going to say what our number ones are, but I already know that they're identical. But I think it, in my opinion, my number two was really close to my number one. And I honestly battled back and forth and uh, with putting Sonic as number one. But I felt like that was cheap because it's fresh after I sat down and thought about it. It's I still think I like number one more. Um, So Sonic released officially February 14th. 2020 which is a couple weeks ago it is directed by jeff fowler which actually this is his debut feature film this is first film he's he'd been known for doing shorts and he's got a couple other things coming up but i have a feeling he's got a really promising future and hopefully he does the sequel because i think uh i think he nailed it uh um i don't think the original design had anything to do with him i think that was all in the studio um so what happened when you have studio executives in charge of something they don't know anything about. Um, it is last time I checked has made $203 million, uh, globally, which is huge. Mm. Uh, it's already more than doubled the budget and pretty much guaranteed a sequel. Um, it's going to, if I had to guess, cause it still hasn't opened in China. Um, unfortunately I'm not sure that it will with everything going on. Uh, the unfortunate circumstance over there with the coronavirus. Um, a lot of stuff is shut down. Hopefully they, everyone's safe. They can get that situated. Um, but right now, you know, that's video game movies are huge in China. Um, and uh, if it were to have opened there, it'd probably already be sitting around 400 million. So um, hopefully eventually everything is cleaned up over there and they get a good solid release and a good run, but that's less important to the grand scheme of things. What's really going on over there. Um, uh, the critical review was pretty solid for a video game movie. Uh, I think 65% is what it last, where it was sitting at Rotten Tomatoes. More importantly, the audience score is 95%, which means people love this movie. And, um, 
And that's more than kids because kids don't go on and vote on Rotten Tomatoes. Adults mm-hmm. do. So that's a big deal considering this is a movie made for kids, but adults are enjoying it. So you can only imagine if kids had a voice on things like that, uh, it'd be even higher. Um, like I said, we said before, we did take our boys to see it. Um, so we saw it together. I saw it through a painstakingly stomach virus, <laughs> but I wasn't going to miss this movie. Uh, you know, the battle must go on we had we had a podcast to do and i didn't want to be left out of this conversation and i had a feeling it was going to be on my list um to add on to a little few other things we've said about this movie earlier uh i loved what the post credits revealed i 100 think it's going to get a sequel um uh if jim carrey's not attached to do robotnik it will gen- genuinely hurt the sequel um but if the end is any proposition, I do think he's going to be heavily involved in and he's probably going to get paid a lot more for that second movie, considering how well it's doing financially. Um, uh, cause he, you know, in Ben Schwartz, you know, which a lot of people didn't like his casting as the voice of Sonic. Um, for those who don't know who he is, he is one of the brothers on DuckTales. I'm not sure which one, Huey, Dewey or Louie. He does a great job on there. Think more of that voice. Of what he does for Sonic and not John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. He is not John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. That's the first thing I thought of. John Ralphio. I'm like, yeah. Oh, it, uh, we're supposed to hate him. We're supposed to hate him. So it is like, oh man, but it, it, he does a lot of voice acting and I don't think a lot of people know that. It, but this is more in tune to his DuckTales character. It's more toned down. It, it's a teenage voice, even though he's not a teenager. It fits the character. It's it's wild and uh, full of mania a little bit, but but it is reined in. And I thought he did a really good job, you know. And I know it's a genuine worry when you see all you know is his live action work, and his live action work is good, but it doesn't make sense for the John Ralphio character to be Sonic. So um, I thought he did a great job. I honestly forgot he did the voice. Yeah, he just blended in, right? Yeah. You saw I, Sonic, I, right? Yeah, I just I, I completely forgot he was a voice actor. See, and you know. I listen to a, I'm a huge nerd for voice actors. So to me, and other things, yeah, and other things, yeah. Uh, to me, a really good voice actor it is non-existent. So, and what I mean by that is, when you're watching the cartoon or the animated character, all you see is the character. You don't go, oh, I'm listening to Chris Pratt as a rabbit this whole movie. Oh, this is Chris Pratt being a rabbit. No, you want to just hear Sonic. And for that whole movie, you just heard Sonic. You didn't hear Ben Schwartz. And, you know, and a lot of the, the best actors of all time do that. Jim Cummings does it with all his characters, you know, Frank Welker, all the, all the, all the classics. And, you know, and considering you have a lot of these uh, big Hollywood stars doing all the major voice acting now, which is a little unfortunate because they're okay at it, but they're still just most of them are being themselves mm-hmm. as those characters. Unfortunately, where you have these great voice actors who can do so much that should be doing a lot of these main roles like they used to back when you know the Denny, Denny, uh, Disney Renaissance started and stuff like that. But I thought Ben Schwartz was great. Um, I thought the animation, considering how quickly they had to fix a lot, uh, looked fantastic. The design was much better. I would have still would have seen the original. I probably would have made fun of it a lot more uh, visually because I probably would have bought merchandise. Yeah, just because. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like you know, as much as we joke about it, we would have seen it. Um, if something doesn't look good, it kills the movie mm-hmm. because you'll just be in a negative headspace the entire time. Like, man, this looks bad. The movie may be fun, but I can't get into it because it doesn't look good. Um, I wanted to defend it. 
But yeah, yeah. I just mean, to I make was defending other, the movie. Just to make nightmares mad. But look, like I said, good on everybody. You know, good on everybody. Yeah, look, people had a right to complain. It looked bad. It, yeah, I'm not going to get in the argument. Oh, it's not my Sonic. It's not made for you. It's made for kids. So mm-hmm. get over it. Sonic came out when I was a kid. Well, they release Sonic games every year. So every generation has Sonic games. That's not an excuse to be an a hole about a child's property. So if you don't want to see it, don't go see it. Um, like I said, good on everybody. They had a right to complain. Uh, the studio did the right thing. They went out, monster burps, and uh, fixed the film. Monster. Monster burps. The monsters. Uh, and good on them. Because, and good on the people who complained for supporting the film. Uh, they could have very easily just, you know. Complained bitch, and then not go see the movie when they fixed it. Yeah, and it'd be like, well, the movie's still bad. Well, you don't know because you didn't see it. Yeah. And but good on them. And the movie didn't change. No. If you knew the movie was bad from the beginning, you know. And I think I think a lot of it is because is this is, most of the people that complain are coming from our generation and a little bit younger. And we are active consumers, even though people don't think we are. And um, we're willing to give you our money, man, but you got to give us a product that we want to go see. And look, when we ask you for something, we're not asking you to be a-holes. We're asking you because we want to give you our money. We want to see this thing. Make this thing worth seeing. And the studio, Sega Productions, and they all went out and said, you know what? We hear you. We're going to change it. Please, we did our part. You do your part. And everybody did, man. And if it's a future of adaptations, like comic book adaptations, uh, DC could probably take a lesson of this. Uh, and video game adaptations, we can all work together, maybe do more test pilots and do stuff like this. Maybe next time, put a little more footage out earlier instead of a trailer so people, you can get honest feedback and make these changes before it gets ridiculously expensive and you really make your animators work really hard on something that they had no control over they were given a design and were forced to make it um then we avoid all these problems and people don't have to kill themselves over a kid's movie Mm. just just so i can be entertained for two hours you know what i want to know i want to know what when he turns into a ball what it would look like as his you know humanoid original that okay real quick can we talk about them shoes though Fire. Fire. Them Nike shoes, though. Fire. Uh, not going to go in too much into it, but them shoes, though. Them shoes. I got to get them shoes. Okay, so we're coming to a segment of our show where we're getting close to number one. And um, this, like I said, this is the first time we're doing this segment. So uh, it is time for our honorable mentions. That's right, guys. These movies, you almost made it. You almost. You well, were all, well mm. I know a couple of mine were almost made it, and some of them were honorable mentions which, for a reason, which I'll explain. Um, we don't, we're not going to go into a whole lot of details, but I will mention if you didn't make our list, you don't deserve a whole lot of information <laughs> because then we just should do a top 10. So, mm. no, um, But uh, I'll let Blake do his honorable mentions first. There's, we probably have a couple of the same. but um, I can tell you right now, I have one. And I probably know what it is. Go ahead. Take a guess. It's a Pokemon. No, I didn't I didn't count them. See, I have a reason why I didn't count. Yeah. So what's on my list? Let's see, I'm trying to think. I wanna I wanna hmm, hmm. what could it be? Because uh, if if because I was gonna put Pokemon, the animated movie, right. it would have been three, some, it'd be three fifths of my uh, yeah, list. Yeah. Well that's why I'm saying that and yeah. that's uh 
that that was one of those some of those movies that I was talking about earlier. Like they just spit them out, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't really count. The first one you can make an argument for, even maybe two thousand. But after that, po- kinda, the first Pokemon movie and Pokemon two thousand, and even the third one, yeah. are the first two got legitimate really theater. Yeah, but the first two got legitimate theater mm-hmm. pushes. Well, the third one did too. See, I saw the third one like on Cartoon Network. Yeah, because it was because uh, they gave out the what was his name, Rayquaza. No, Rayquaza was later. Was it Entei? Entei. Entei. Okay. Entei. They gave out those cards. Okay. okay. The Reverse Hollow. Okay. So your is it theatrical release? Oh yeah. Is theatrical is nineties or two thousands? It's nineties. It's nineties. Is a theatrical release? Oh God, it's got to be bad. Uh Oh, it's bad. Oh, tell me what it is. Tell me what it is. It's Mario. Oh God, yeah. Super Mario Bros. Okay. Uh, I saw that theater. I, I didn't see it in theater. I, it was for my birthday because it came out in the summer. God almighty, that movie is a... Tr- I own it. I have never opened it. Mm-hmm. I literally have it on DVD, never broke the seal. Because I had to own it. But Jesus, that, there's a reason Nintendo has not made another film, a live-action film since then. This first one that's coming out is animated soon. There's a reason. It, oh, them Goombas. The reason it's in my list is because, for one thing, it this was a hard list. Not a lot of game movies I like, but... I did like it when I was a kid. Yeah, same. See, I would have been, what, six? Yeah, but I don't think it was my seventh birthday. So you might have been like five. You might have been like five. Maybe. It's, it's. Was oh, it like God. early 93? 92, I think. Okay, well, I was I was young. Yeah, it might have come out in like VHS on, yeah. in 93. And um, I thought I liked it. Oh, God. But, uh, that movie is unwatchable. It is unwatchable. Uh, it did not make my honorable mentions. I have three movies. Um, two of them because they went straight. Well, one went to straight DVD. Uh, I just I wanted to mention because I thought it was a really good story. But uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children uh, was a really good movie. Um, it was a great continuation and almost a good finishing of the story of Final Fantasy VII, which we're getting the remake game soon. So everyone's pumped about that. Um, my other one, like we said before, my Pokemon animated movie. I, I, I had to be mentioned here because the movie is fantastic. Uh, I'll it, mention it. I mean, though, but I would have to put them in my top five. Yeah, I just feel like because uh, if it never got sequels, mm-hmm. it would have probably made my list. But because it's got 14 movies and I just feel like it kind of cheapens the first yeah, ones. Yeah, that's why... Uh, not, but yeah, the first Pokemon movie is, is fantastic, and if you get a chance to watch that remake they did, don't because it's awful. The uh, was it Pokemon Strikes Again or whatever it's called. The, it's the reimagining of the original movie, like the recent one. The is one, it, one they combine all the an- the yeah, first yeah, season yeah. together. Oh god, I haven't watched the YouTube. Yeah, one. I watched it. The CG one mm-hmm. is it any good? Oh no, 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 not that. I'm the one you were talking about. Yeah, that one's bad. Yeah, but the CG one I haven't, I haven't watched it. I, I got it on my list. Is I it just like? Is it basically just? It, a, I think it's the first movie. It's just CG. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I need to check it out. Um, and well, my do you other, remember Mewtwo Strikes Back? Yeah. That was right after the first movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That on VHS. Well, I got the first three and that on VHS. I love those first three movies. Uh, disclaimer, VHS, uh, for those who don't know, are little black cassette tapes with tape that that wound, mm-hmm. and you had to rewind them to rewatch things. You didn't just hit a button. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, and I have one more honorable mention I want to throw out there was uh, – Resident Evil, mostly just as a series together. I put them all together. They're, none of them are great. Um, a couple of them are solid. Um, they're good action schlocky flicks. You don't need to see the games to wa- uh, play the games to see them because honestly, they are so far from the source material. It's not even funny, but they're entertaining. Um, man, if you just need a good action flick, 
the sci-fi action flick to get through your day. That, a few of those are pretty entertaining, man. There's a couple stinkers in there, but there's like seven of them now. So I saw the first one in theater, but that's all. I saw I the first. I saw first one in theater. I saw the second one. That's one with Nemesis in it. Uh, I, I saw that one too. Then uh, the the week uh, I watched all those DVDs with my buddy. I was telling you about with Silent Hill. Um, Monster. Monsters. Um, we got we got to make a drop for that. We got to make a monster drop. Monster just every burp. time we burp, it just goes monster. Uh, <laughs> monster. I can do that too. Oh, that's happening. Um, and uh, but yeah, man, they're just they're okay films. That's why it's on my honorable mention. There's a bunch of other movies that you guys may put in your top five that we didn't. There are a couple I wrestled with, but I'm not going to mention them because it's just not fair to the other movies. But there's about forty or so. There's a lot of good ones coming out, man. It's a promising like i said we got monster hunter coming out this year uh we got the mario movie is being made currently i think it's close to being done it's animated i'm excited about that yeah, it's the same people who did angry birds i believe but um but the angry birds movies man whether you like the pro- those are video game movies they are video game movies i haven't seen the second one man. the second one is better than the first one man it's wow. on my voodoo check it out okay yeah. actually i think it's on netflix now but uh i've seen the first one because my son doesn't watch movies a lot. Right. Well, I mean, he watches movies, but he watches them one or two times, and that's it. Yeah. Not Angry Birds. I've that, seen that one at least ten times. Oh yeah, that first one. The first okay, the first one's not terrible, but it's not meant for adults at mm. all. The second one, I think, you need to give it a try. Give it a try. It's on my Voodoo. You, y'all should make it your movie night one night. Um, but uh, it's the same studio doing that, and I think they did a really good job animation wise, and uh, we'll see what they do. I could, you know, Nintendo has been very close to the chest with their properties when it comes to movies, so. I have a feeling uh, that it, uh, it'll be pretty good. So, pretty moving good. pretty, pretty good. So, um, I got to make that a drop, too. I'm going to have so many drops. Uh, <laughs> uh, without further ado, we're going to get to our number ones. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say on the count of three, we say it at the same time because it is 100% the same number one. I have not seen his list. But I know Blake, and I know me. Mm. So three, two, one. Det- Alone in the dark. Oh, get out! Uh. <laughs> it's Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> Alone in the dark. We're gonna leave Yule Bowl out of this. <laughs> oh God, we could do a whole podcast on how bad his movies are. Speaking of, uh, in the future, uh, if you guys are interested in hearing more of this and this style of stuff, we are interested in maybe potentially doing a Patreon. If you are interested, please give us feedback and uh, message us, um, potentially doing an extra podcast for those who are interested on a pay level, something really cheap. Tell us what you guys think. We want honest feedback of maybe doing a bottom five of everything that we're doing. Like, for instance, we do our our worst five bottom five video game movies which be even more inter- mm-hmm. and that would that be, a, be it'd probably be a more explicit podcast too yeah. we'd probably open that up for just adults so number and one- by feedback don't say that um that i sound like a redneck uh i can't help it born and raised in south carolina born i'm sorry raised. i like monsters and i like dale earnhardt all right detective pikachu detective okay. pikachu before we start go ahead I have a Pokeball tattooed on my leg. He does. And I have Pokemon tattooed on my chest. So he does. Huge Pokemon fan. As we a kid. are literally staring at four Pokemon pops. Both right in of, front us of us are huge Pokemon fans, so we might be biased. Uh, 
Yes, we will be biased, but you know me. But we're correct. But we are. They delivered on the property, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, we give you a little facts about the movie first before we go into uh, discussion. So, Detective Pikachu was released on May tenth, two thousand nineteen, theatrically. It was directed by Rob Letterman, who had mostly done animation pro, uh, pri- prior to this. He did uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. He did Shark Tale, which whew, he, mm, good thing he got a second show. Yeah, he did the live action goof, uh, Goosebumps with um, Jack Black, which man, honestly, pretty good. The first Goosebumps, yeah, the first one. Yeah, I haven't seen the second. One. The, uh, second like one the is, first one is the, the second one is you can miss it. The is first it Jack Black. No, uh, spoiler. Spoiler alert. Okay. Uh, the, uh, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So, but the first one, man, I genuinely, I loved it, man. I genuinely loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. But we're not here to talk about that. Movie. Mm-hmm. So. To take a Pikachu, it made four hundred thirty-three million dollars worldwide, just short of breaking Warcraft's record. Um, it got really good audience score, um, another solid critic score. I want to say it finished like a couple points higher than Sonic. Um, I saw this in theater opening weekend with my with my son, my buddy Chaz, and his. Uh, he is a big brother. He did a the Big Brother Little Sister program, and his uh, little brother. Um, we went and saw it, and they gave away the promotional cards and stuff. We were fortunate enough to get some of those. Um, I think you did the same thing, right, with Atlas? No, we went um, the following week. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, I don't know why. I can't remember. I was, you were on 10 hours, I was on 12 hours. Ah, that's what it was. So I had the weekend off and you didn't. Because um, usually... This got, isn't our full-time job? <laughs> no for those who don't know we uh, we work for a living like most of you guys probably do too so uh unfortunately this isn't our full-time job maybe eventually who knows uh we're not holding our breath mm-hmm. uh but you uh, yeah man I, so we saw it opening week and we were fortunate enough to get those promotional cards they're not worth anything but the kids thought they were cool um and it's old school and it's old school so let's talk about the film i love Love, love, love this movie. I purchased this movie, uh, which I will be purchasing Sonic as well when it comes out. But uh, this movie, to me, was my number one from the beginning. It, it would never faltered. It never changed. Um, the moment it came out, it was visually everything I ever wanted in a Pokemon movie. Um, I would have liked to see them do more of a red or ash storyline for their first po- live action Pokemon movie. I understand why they don't though. Yeah. I d- it, look, yeah. Cause it's easy. This is a property that not people, even Pokemon fans don't know a whole lot about. So it's not, it's hard to mess up. Uh, you can kind of take a lot of risk with it, uh, because of that fact, you know, you know, other films have done that with other established properties like guardians of the galaxy with Marvel and all these other things. So I think they're like, look, these are characters people know, but they don't know anything about the story unless mm-hmm. they play detective Pikachu, which I'll be honest with you. I've never finished it. I played a little bit of it. Wasn't my game. I like the traditional uh, Pokemon games. Mystery Dungeons are okay, but like mostly it's just the the main IPs. Well, you know, you know, we work long hours at work. I come up with movies in my head a lot, and I've tried to figure out a way to make a Pokemon movie. This was a while back, without it being centered around um, uh, animal fighting. I think they did a great job at it. Animal? Can we? Can we say it? 
slavery. Uh, yeah, that too. It's, 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 what it's, it's it a is. tricky thing to do with live action. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, break this out. We do not support the slavery of tiny, cute animals not and forcing them fighting them in real There's life. Just As long as it's just drawn. Yeah. Th- not this in is, real life. This is clearly animation, uh, guys, so we're going to go put that to bed to decide we do not su- We love animals. We have animals. Uh, so, <laughs> get that out of the way. The, the theme of the game is problematic. Uh, the original games. You send a kid out into mm-hmm. the world to hunt and trap animals and force them to fight and they disguise it because the character designs are cute. And, you know, there is fighting in a movie, but it's underground. But it's underground and mm-hmm. they outlaw it, which, mm-hmm. you know, I thought was smart because they're like, look, man, we don't, this was just that city. It wasn't the whole world. Yeah. They make it very clear within that city that this is, uh, this isn't allowed here. Mm-hmm. I so, love that. Yeah, I thought yeah, I it was. I think they did a great job explaining it. Well, and the good thing about it too is um, it immediately shut the door on like that's not what this movie is about. Because if you know, it's a Detective Pikachu movie. It's not a Got to Catch 'Em All movie. It's not Ash or Red or Blue or whoever you wanted to use as your main character. Uh, they went very quickly and said, no, we're, that's not what this is about. We're going to show it because that's what everybody wants to see, but very little, and we're going to make sure that we put that to the side. Um, let's get into the casting. So, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Is Perfect. The, uh, yeah. So when it first came out and everyone announced that he was the voice, people were mad. They wanted people like Danny, Danny DeVito, which, which would have worked too, but it wouldn't have for the it ending. Would, no, it would not, not have worked the, for the ending. Not for the ending. But. Spoiler alert. We're not going to tell you the ending. The movie's too new to give you the ending, but it just, all you need to know is, if Danny DeVito were the voice, it would have made no sense for the ending. It would have been hilarious. It have been. It would have been hilarious. Charlie, I'm your father. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought he was great, man. Uh, I thought there were a uh, a lot of really good um uh what you call I thought there were a lot of really good fan service moments. Uh, to the point where Ryan Reynolds is. Set, sadly singing the pokemon mm. theme song uh which you know is very meta within the world um they made it very obvious that like even though pokemon exists within this world there still is a fandom like there is here there's trading cards people play the game yeah, like that too which makes sense because if it, it you know just like anything else here like with sports here baseball football there are video games with there's uh those characters in them there are cards with those characters on them so it would make sense that those would exist in this world as well video games as well you know like in shows and tv it makes sense a fictional world about characters in their real world which is also our fictional world to us i think it's very meta i think it was very smart and i um well one of my one of my favorite things about it is um it's it's basically canon because it mentions the events with uh the first movie yeah yeah and, and that gave me cold chills yeah dude can we also talk about how beautiful the Pokemon designs were. Those designs were excellent. You could not. The city was great. They didn't look too cartoony. They mm-hmm. made them look realistic enough. Like with the Charmander, they put scales on them, but not in so many scales that he looked ridiculous. The Mewtwo was phenomenal. Um, I thought everybody, I thought Bill Nye, he was great. Um, I just, everyone in the movie was solid, man. Um, the main kid was probably the weak link in the movie, but everybody else around him did such mm-hmm. a great job. Monster. Monsters. Uh, that yeah, I you really didn't notice it. And mm-hmm. from the opening scene, 
with the cue bone, man. And uh, when he tried to catch that cue bone, it just wasn't happening, which is the frustration every Pokemon player has ever dealt with. Uh, trying to catch Pokemon that, especially like a cue bone that's naturally built into the system to fight you, not want to get, not want to be caught. Uh, and even the backstory, the backstory of the Pokemon about the wailing and missing of his mother, which is his backstory in the game. Uh, I just, there was, the fan service wasn't too fan servicey. It was just enough. Um, I love, love, love this film. Do I want a sequel? No. I don't want a Detective Pikachu 2. I don't think it's needed. I do want more within this world, though. I want a spinoff necessary, not a reboot. You can create another Pokemon movie and acknowledge that the Detective Pikachu world exists. If you want to go another route without fighting, you can make a Pokemon Snap. Yeah, movie. yeah, you could. You make a snap timer. You can make mystery dungeons. You mm-hmm. can make. There's a lot of things. There's you a can lot do. of options. Um, but the movie everybody wants to see is the fighting movie. They so see the fighting. Uh, <laughs> just you can't. And make, I'm not saying I won't. No, I'll go see it 100. Uh, but you just can't make it too violent. You can't mm-hmm. make it. They kids have to know visually that these characters aren't dying. That they're not really hurt. They got to make it almost like you know, like the Yu Gi Oh anime where you could see visually these creatures fighting, but you know that it's mm-hmm. almost digital, right? This is, try to work something out that way. Like the underground fighting scene could be what people don't want to see, make it known in that world that that's not what they really do. And then when you see and set it up somehow humanely, I don't know how you do it. There are smarter people than us that write these things that can do that. Um, but I'm, I would love, and I think we're going to get more. It made a lot of money. And I think it made a, a between merchandise sales and DVD sales, I think it did really well. If I had to guess, I bet you they made close to a billion if you count everything they probably sold for this movie. Because I know we bought merch and we bought shirts and we bought the DVD and went and saw the movie. So, you know, and Pokemon, which most people probably don't know this, is the most profitable franchise in the world. In the world. It's bigger than Star Wars. It's bigger than Disney. People don't realize that because... Here in North America, we only worry about mm-hmm. what's in our world, but it is huge. 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 Um, I will say this about the movie, too. Um, it came out in May, right? Uh, yep. So, do you know what was going on in my life in May? Oh, my, you got married, didn't you? No. My house oh. took a big old <laughs> okay. steam. And, that's when it started. That's when, that's it, when started. it started. Yeah, yeah. So, it was kind of like a... Um, didn't you also get married, though? I got married in June. In June, okay. Yeah. It was right after that. Yeah, that was also a disaster. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and apologize to Anya for Blake, because uh, that was a pretty big preparation that's a thing, big, too. That's a big, that was a big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the house started, you know, falling in <laughs> that, I want to say it was April. And so the movie just kind of it took my mind off of it. It was, it was really good. Yeah, everyone needs escape, man, when life gets tough, man, because everybody deals with stuff, and I know what you were going through personally, and we won't go into that, man, because people don't need to hear all that stuff. But, nah. yeah, man, that's what's the beauty of these movies, man, and uh, all kind of things, like from books to TV to food to all kind of stuff, which is why we were covering all this stuff, man. And it's a good escape because everybody's got problems and everybody's got to deal with stuff that's depressing, and fortunately, we can escape for two hours in movies like Detective Pikachu. All right, guys, well, we're getting – to the end of our show and it's time for a segment we're going to do uh where we uh where i play this clip all right 
It's the weekly recommendations, baby. That's right. This is a segment where we give you our weekly recommendations on TV, film, comics, and other media. We're basically just going to give you what we're into right now. You can feel free to take it or throw it away. Um, Blake, what are you uh, recommending this week? Uh, I'm going to recommend uh, Better Call Saul. I think you saw that coming. Yeah, uh, I'm not. You know, I, obviously, I don't. I'm not big on that world. I haven't watched a whole lot. Um, where can people check it out? Uh, well, it's on AMC. And I want to say it comes on Sunday nights. I'm not a cable person. That sounds right. So I know that the premiere was on Sunday, but then they had another episode Monday. Uh, they had two episodes? Yeah. So you've seen both of them? I haven't seen, seen the second, second episode yet. People can purchase those, right? They can purchase them. Um, That's what we did. We went ahead on Amazon and just bought the whole season. Okay. So, you know, we'll have them whenever Oh, yeah, because yeah, now you can do that now. That's yeah. right. But uh, um, it's Breaking Bad Universe. And this is the next to last season, correct? Uh, yeah next to last and uh it's good so far the season premiere uh, opening episode was great so yeah for fans of breaking bad if you haven't watched better call saul uh check it out it's what blake's for, telling you uh, fans of bob odenkirk yeah at bob odenkirk if you're a fan of what like uh drug related dramas mm-hmm. uh dry humor stuff like that and uh, not a lawyer whole lot of stuff. humor lawyer stuff uh it's a drama con artist it's a good drama right? it's a good drama with some action mm-hmm. okay so, uh, my recommendation this week is going to be in the world of comics. Um, I'm reading a, a series right now. Currently, I was rec- to, recommended to me by my buddy. So, uh, Wilson, I'm going to throw it out to you guys. The series, I'm pretty sure, is over. I got the entire series. nine volumes. The series is released by Image, I believe, uh, but it is called Wicked and Divine. You might see it read as Wicked plus Divine if you look it up. Uh in a nutshell, without giving too much away, it is set in a world where every 90 years, a pantheon of 12 gods return into the bodies of teenagers, and they survive for two years. And it just uh, it revolves about the politics and drama and action and violence between them. It is a very mature comic. It is not for children at all. There is pervasive language. There is nudity sexuality it is very violent um if you are easily offended or have a weak stomach do not read this comic but if you like um stuff to do with mythology and pantheon set in a modern state and you like drama uh i highly recommend it it is really good i'm almost done with it now not finished with it but uh it's a good read man uh and i think i said that i'm pretty sure the series is over Check your local libraries. That's where I got mine. If you don't have the money, I know it can get expensive to drop a lot of money on nine volumes or something. Uh, my library had all nine volumes, man. Uh, use your local library, people. You pay for it. Go use it, man. It's a great resource for movies, TV, music, you know, anything you could want to be into on the, on that side of media, man. Go support your local library, man, um, and be uh, – be a civil servant uh um all right man so i think uh it's a pretty good uh pretty good uh first episode so uh, i'm gonna wrap it up uh just want to thank everybody listening this week uh to this week's episode of objectively subjective uh once again i'm paul danson and uh you can find me on instagram at i think it's my underscore dad underscore life Give that a try. If you can't find it, I apologize. Uh, you can find us uh, on Facebook 
Uh, if you look for objectively objectively subjective on Facebook, uh, give us a like on there. We also have a Twitter. Uh, if you look up objectively subjective podcast, I'm sorry I'm not more equipped on what our Twitter handle is right now. I'll be better prepared for the next episode. Um, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. It helps the algorithm and other random people finding us and maybe being into us, man. Uh, give us a download. Give us a shout. Feel free to message us. We'll get back to you if we can, man, and uh, uh, give you some honest feedback of what you like, what you don't like. And, man, we're trying to, you know, we want y'all to listen, so we want to be able to you know, take some honest criticism. Uh, and, uh, but, yeah, and... Uh, I'm Blake Allen. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Blake underscore all underscore in. Or you can follow my art page at Blake Allen Art. And, um, yeah, that's all right. me. All right, guys. So uh, make sure you all come back next week for our top five movies that bombed or sucked. All right, guys. This has been Objectively Subjective. Subjective.